How are you doing today, Dan? Best day of my life until I'm proven wrong. Oh, listen to that positive action, man. <laughs> Man, it, it, let, let's start off with that. Let's start off because, I mean, one of the things that I've always been accused of is being over positive. Do you ever run into that where people look at you saying, stop it, Dan, I don't need Captain Positive today? A, a little bit, but actually, you know, happiness is measurably contagious. I, I wrote a cover story for National Geographic on this. And uh, in loneliness, unhappiness, uh, measurably um, contagious and happiness, in fact, for every happy person you add to your immediate uh, uh, social circle, it increases your chance of happiness by about yep. 15%. So believe it or not, you are a big favor to your friends. One of the things that I've been really studying a lot lately is the fact that I don't have to preach anything, just wear the happiness, just wear it. And, and, and people will be drawn to it. Do you believe in that theory? Yes, people feel better when you're happy than you do. Now, the last thing you wanna hear is when you ask how somebody is, they. They come back with a kind of whiny and they start <laughs> listing off their ailments. You know, nobody wants to hear that. Uh, not that not that you, you can't have a few close friends that should care about you on a bad day. But, um, yeah, I don't think you wear it outwardly. I think you wear it inwardly and wear it with your friends. I've actually stopped. I've, I've started asking people to stop asking me how I'm doing because I, I'm a man of truth and I don't want to share that kind of truth. I don't want to lie to you either. Like, hey, it's a great day today when, in fact, you know, I stumbled a little bit. You know, in Minnesota, we have this uh, very uh, demure way of responding. We say, oh, not too bad. <laughs> the supposition is life is hard and a good day. It's just not that not that bad. <laughs> the name of your book is The Blue Zone, Secrets for Living Longer. Let's, let's go real super honesty here because I have, oh, and I keep bumping into these people and I don't understand. They, they look at the way of the world these days and say, I can't wait to get off here. And it's like, don't talk like that because it could happen at any given moment. Don't do that. But but what is a blue zone and how can people start tapping into the positive message that you're bringing during this dark time? Yeah, it's more than a message. It's a it's a it's a tried and true solution for adding about 10 years to your life. Now, I work for National Geographic and I, I got an enormous grant to, in a sense, reverse engineer longevity. And instead of looking for the answers in test tubes or Petri dishes, we work with demographers to pinpoint five areas around the world where people live the longest. And these people, are the same genes that we have, they're just not getting diabetes and heart yep. disease and dementia and certain types of cancers. And then we brought, we brought, uh, we brought teams of scientists to these uh, five places to find the common denominators so we can get a pretty good idea on the lessons that we could be doing uh, to add a ten, those 10 years ourselves. And I put it in the, the Blue Zone Secrets for Living Longer. It's, it reads like a manual. I love the way that you included Okinawa into this because when you think of Okinawa, right away, everybody thinks of World War II. But you, there's, there's so much positive energy here. And the way that people work together is just unbelievable. And you bring that forward. Yes, yeah, so... You know, Okinawa, it, it, you know, honestly, these people don't, don't possess, you know, the greater uh, happiness than we, that we necessarily do or what more of a positive outlook. It gets to their surroundings. And in America here, we tend to think that we can pursue uh, health and longevity. We're going to find the right diet. We're going to find the right positive psychology class. We're going to find the right supplement. We're getting in the right gym and we're going to this year and New Year's resolution, we're really going to change. And then we fail by January 19th. Yeah. 
trying to change your behavior fails for almost everybody almost all the time. What works in blue zones is the right environment, the right ecosystem. They unconsciously make better decisions all day long because the cheapest, most accessible, and most delicious food, quite frankly, is whole plant-based food. Mm -hmm. It's much easier to walk to school or to a friend's house or out to eat than it is to get in a car and muscle through traffic. The option to be lonely, which shaves eight years off your life expectancy, isn't there for them because the minute they step outside of their house, they're gonna bump into their neighbors, they're gonna be expected to show up to village parties. Uh, they're probably, from the beginning, they're, they're probably living in an extended family where you know, grandma lives with them and the kids, and there might even be a cousin living with them. So there's this joyous uh, social environment around them that really favors longevity. You know, Dan, one, you, you talk about loneliness. I, you're going to think I'm weird, but I don't believe in loneliness. I don't feel loneliness because if I do feel that moment, I'm going to sit down with a writing instrument and I'm going to start asking myself some questions because it, it's me, myself, and I, and from that, we can grow out <laughs> in, into the community. Well, I think if anybody sat down and they were you, they'd be happy. But the, the point is about, especially with the pandemic, about 25% of Americans feel lonely. Yep. And that's largely a function of, not being with other people. And uh, we evolved interacting, connecting with other people. And, you know, if people implode into their handheld devices and move out into the suburbs, it's harder and harder to do that. And the anecdote is thinking about moving to a place where we step outside and we run into people. We're proactively surrounding ourselves with social people. Yep. And, and that, you know, I, blue, I, here's the bad news. I don't have, other than my book, I don't have anything to sell you. <laughs> but the, 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 um, the, the manual I offer, the step-by-step -step process I offer has manifestly produced human be uh, long 10X years of life expectancy for people on five different continents. And it, it, the, the bottom line, if you want to live longer, don't try to change your behavior, mm -hmm. reshape your surroundings so you unconsciously make better decisions all day long. The micro decisions are what add up. I'll give you a really good example. Please. Most of us are on what I call a seafood diet. We eat the food we see. Yep. So if we walk into our kitchen and we see a bag of chips on the counter, guess what we're likely to go after? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, if we have a junk food drawer that's out of the way, I know everybody's gonna bring junk food in their house, I bring junk food into my house. But if, we, if it's out of the way, we gotta stoop down or reach up or it's around the corner, um, we're, we're about half as likely to, to grab it and instead getting a fruit bowl, a beautiful, spend a hundred bucks on a beautiful fruit bowl, put it in a central part of your kitchen well lit and remember to keep it full with your favorite fruit. Some fruits are healthier than others, but the, the best fruit for you is the fruit you're going to eat. Yeah. Might be bananas. For me, it's peaches right now. Yeah. I walk into my, in fact, <laughs> right after I go in, peaches are ripe and beautiful. I got one. I'm looking, I swear to God, I'm looking at it right now. So I'm going to eat that. Um, that's what works. Um, not, you know, brute willpower because we run out of that. Yeah. Uh, not presence of mind because we run out of that. You know, listeners need to understand, I mean, because one of the biggest complaints I always hear from listeners is how expensive fruit is. And the thing is, though, when they go into their favorite grocery store, every store has a discount fruit section. Find it, get your fruit, and start using it the way it needs to be. 
Well, I'll tell you, uh, in the long run, those chips and so sodas and, and, and crackers are going to be more expensive. Anybody see, <laughs> right. uh, know how much dialysis costs? Woo! Uh, average heart attack costs about 120 grand a year. I guarantee you can, you can afford your fruit. And here's another thing, the magical fruit. If you're eating a couple, uh, a cup of beans a day, it's associated with four extra years of life expectancy. If you can figure out how to get just a cup of beans, you're getting about a third of your protein needs into your diet. Uh, you're getting about half of your fiber needs into your diet, and you're getting all the micro, the antioxidants, and the magnesium, and the potassium that comes with beans. And there is not one person listening to us right now who cannot afford beans. Right. right. So people say, I can't afford to eat healthy. Yes, you can. Get a Instapot and beans and some delicious <laughs> seasoning. And man, you're 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 singing all the way to your hundredth birthday. You know what's great about this book, Dan, is the fact that you put recipes in it because that's where I was first introduced to you was through your recipes and 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 the fact that you you're introducing new ways to to have tofu, the tofu steak with mushrooms. The, if, if people who don't eat tofu are not inspired to at least try this, oh my God, you make it look and sound delicious. Well, the bottom line, meat is just a vehicle. Meat by itself doesn't have much taste. It has fat, and it's really just a, 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 uh, uh, a transporter of taste. So I put the same Montreal rub that you would put on a steak, these 12 spices, you buy it in a jar, and, and uh, cook it with a little bit of fat, um, you know, with some avocado oil. So it has that, and you cook, we, I cook it in a way where the outside it's crunchy and the inside is chewy. Mm -hmm. If you close your eyes and, and eat it, it tastes just like meat. But while meat, about if you're eating meat more than once a day, it's, your chance of type 2 diabetes and heart disease are about triple. Uh, if you're eating this tofu, uh, your chances of health about triple or adding years to your life. So, you know, we're, we're just so kind of programmed in the way we eat and I know diets are like religion to a lot of people, yeah. but if you want to know what to eat, why not look at what the people who've achieved the health outcomes we want and just mimic what they've eaten? And that's what I try to do in Blue Zone Secrets for Living Longer. When you traveled from country to country, how did you adopt the culture shock that we all go through? I mean, when I moved from Montana to the Carolinas, I mean, oh my God, it was a completely different world. You're going from country to country. Well... You know, I don't know. First eight years after college, I set records for biking from Alaska to Argentina, biking around the world and biking across Africa. So I, I have, I'm, I'm very good at, at sort of waking up in a new place and being comfortable. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't a problem. But I was mostly approaching this from a scientific point of view. I did my research for two years working with other scientists to find out exactly what the cake recipe. What, what are the characteristics that I know correlate with longevity? And then when I go to places like Sardinia or Icaria or Nicoya, Peninsula of Costa Rica, I'm, I'm, I hire a fixer. And the fixer, I say, I want a 100-year-old with this profile, profile of the whole population. And then by interviewing and, and, and one, you know, spry centenarian and telling what they do throughout the day, I know that represents the whole population. It's a lot more work, but you know, I've written now four New York Times bestsellers and I've been to cover stories from National Geographic and, and uh, New York Times. And 
you do your homework and you, and you find something that people can use and, you know, eventually you get paid off, even though it takes many, many years. One of the things I've noticed inside the book, the number of people that are working the land. I am such a believer in Mother Earth that, that I believe that we get energy from the earth when we go out there and physically put our hands inside the soil. One of the greatest longevity strategies there is on earth for human beings is to have a garden. Yep. Why? You know, uh, Minnesota, we only have one growing season, but down south, you have a couple, sometimes even three. Why? Because it's a nudge. It nudges you every day to go out and water or weed or plant. And when you harvest, you have the, the freshest, uh, healthiest uh, vegetables that, that appeal to you because you planted them. You know? <laughs> I mean, you're not going to plant vegetables you don't like. Um, so in blue zones, you see people gardening until their nineties and their hundreds way better than joining a gym, plant a garden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad that you brought up building up that relationship with plants and things being getting out there and really being a part of the atmosphere because this year I planted new elephant ears. Never in my life I've ever seen an elephant ear grow flowers and I've got four blossoms out there and I'm going, the only way this happened was because we're talking. I'm out there with those plants every single day and you're right. But can the average person have their own blue zone inside their community? Absolutely. Well, you know, my, my company blue zones, LLC, we, we get hired by insurance companies really? to work with city governments and communities to create Blue Zone. And the key, once again, like we Blue Zone Fort Worth, Texas, about a million people. Uh, we didn't come into Fort Worth and tell people what to do. We didn't tell them you can't eat your meat. <laughs> but we work with the city to make the healthy choice easier. So we help them redesign downtown so it's more walkable. We work with steak recipes to offer a plant-based offering. So if you don't necessarily need to eat a steak tonight, you had the, the beautiful portobello steak. Um, we went into schools and certified schools that, you know, if you live, if you if your kid goes to a school where they can eat in hallways and classrooms, they're about 11% fatter or heavier than the same school that says no eating in classrooms and hallways. So we have about 80 strategies at the population level that govern our unconscious decisions uh, for the long run. And that's what works. And we cater these to, you know, depending what city we're in, we cater the the prescriptive so people don't feel like it's an anti-state. But it's all just, there's so much low-hanging fruit to make our surroundings healthier we completely miss it in our lurch for the latest trendy diet or the biohack or or <laughs> the uh the, you know the crossfit whatever <laughs> so is is that what you did with loma linda california because i mean all of a sudden inside your book you're talking about it i'm going man i haven't heard anything about loma linda california in so many years and yet here it is featured in the book so loma linda was a natural blue zone um, largely because of the Adventist population who, once again, they eat mostly a whole food, food plant-based biblical diet. Um, they, you know, Religious people tend to live longer than non-religious people. Adventists really observe their Sabbath, and um, you know, they, they have a strong sense of purpose. But I didn't make, uh, we didn't do a Blue Zone project there, but we did one in the beach cities uh, mm. of California, or most of Manhattan and Redondo Beach. And you know, in the five years our Blue Zone project were there, we saw their BMI drop by 15%. So wow. that's about 9,000 fewer obese people in those beach, beach cities. 
And at the same time, we saw their life satisfaction go up. And that's not measured by me. That was measured by Gallup. And uh, they, they do all of our measurements. And, you know, we don't, we don't take credit for anything that's not rigorously measured by a third party. Hmm. You know, one thing I'm not seeing in this book, Dan, smartphones. What's going on here, man? I thought, uh, I thought everybody uh, was into smartphones. But, man, you're, you're saying, uh-uh, uh-uh, put that thing away. I think it's a good idea to put it away. I mean, if you're going to use your smart friend to call up a, a smartphone to call up a friend or make an arrangement, I think that's a good idea. But yeah, it's uh, it's eroding our attention. It's doing our work for us, and it, it's taking us away from the human contact we should be having that humans have evolved with over the millennia, and that we know is, uh, you know, lo- loneliness in this country eight years off your life expectancy, and. Uh, you're not going to get unlonely until you get off your phone. You know what? You you say it's doing the work for us, uh, and all of a sudden I have a, an idea of, of the AI. They say, well, it's going to free you up so you can do more things. Do you see AI as being a positive? I don't. I really don't. And it, it further engineers physical activity out of our lives. You know, if you look to the way humans evolved over time, we moved naturally. We did our own work. We socialized face-to-face. We get satisfaction over moving. The thing is by using AI to take more of that work out of our lives, we think we're gonna make up for it at the gym, or we think we're gonna make up for it, for it in, in uh, uh, some other kind of um, intellectual pursuit, but nothing really gives us the satisfaction of, of, a, of a great dinner with friends yep. or a, a job well done. Uh, you know, a garden, quite honestly. <laughs> the name of the book, The Blue Zone Secrets for Living Longer. Dan, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, sir. Well, I appreciate it. I, I, I thank you, everybody who listened. It's always honored. If you, I'm always honored. If you, if you have any other questions, I'm uh, at Dan Butner on, on Instagram. I answer all my own questions. So if you have any questions, just direct message me. Oh, my God. I love where your heart is. Thank you so much for your time today, sir. Thank you for yours.